Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Zorl with the Plan Vision Podcast. And here's a very rapid overview of the most frequent questions that I get about interactive brokers. First, if you're a non-American and you want to use IB, I've researched this and I'm very confident that there are no tax or estate issues as long as non-Americans don't buy on the U.S. exchanges, which I don't think you're going to do or you should do. If you buy on any other market than the U.S. exchanges like the New York Stock Exchanges, you're going to be completely fine. Any estate tax that might apply to your account only applies if you have cash in your account and no one really uses their brokerage account for cash. Another question I get is about uh, whether or not IB is difficult to use, and it's really not. Both WebTrader and the client portal are perfectly fine and are very simple to use, and I have videos you can use as well. When you're opening up a joint account, you will need to provide address verification for both spouses, and if you do have difficulty providing an address verification for one spouse or the other, a trick that will work great is to use uh, the spouse that you have the verification for their documentation, and a copy of your marriage certificate. Also, if you aren't sure if you want to have a joint account, just go with an individual account. Now you can set up a joint account later. The way you do it is you actually have to set up a new account. It will be a joint account, but you can move your assets over at that point. Now, once you've submitted your IB application, there's nothing to do next. Just wait for IB to respond. Sometimes they do it in a day. Sometimes it can take a week or even longer for them just to get back to you. Now, I think if you, if you haven't heard from IB in more than two weeks for some reason, just let me know and I'm happy to make a, suggest a next step to you or reach out for you. As far as accessing IB, this sometimes can be a little bit tricky for some people. Sometimes IB is just down and you can't get in. That happens. Um, Occasionally happens to me too. So just lo try to log in later. Now, if you do have a separate issue and that's logging into your account, this seems to happen to some of my clients initially after they get their account set up. Unfortunately, I can't help you. You have to call IB. This is one area that I cannot assist you with. You have to call IB if for some reason the login process is simply not working for you. And when you contact IB, they're not, uh, you know, they don't have an award-winning customer service department, but it's gotten better. If your account happens to be attached to plan vision on issues that you have related to your account, such as getting it approved or some other questions you may have about the performance of your account, I can help you on issues related to your account, except when it comes to logging in. Several questions I get about funding your account. First of all, IB does not charge to receive funds. Virtually no brokers that I'm aware of do this. Any charges that you, see, that you see will be from any intermediaries or banks actually sending the assets. If you're funding your account and you're a non-American, virtually all of my non-American clients use a wire transfer. The first time you do this, it might be a little bit tricky, but you can download the information from IB. You may want to contact your financial firm first and have them help you do it over the phone just to go over the process. Make sure you get it right. I also get a question that's very frequent. How often should you fund your account? Well, it really depends upon your cost to get money in. If you're sending in, let's say $1,000, and you're paying 20 to do this, and you're going to do that every month, I wouldn't do that. I would send it in every two, three, four months. Now, if you're sending in a lot more, 
five, six thousand dollars, and it only costs you twenty or thirty dollars, then I would do that likely every month if you can, or, or if it's just too much of a hassle for you, send it in every two or three months. But the amount that you should send in is really dependent upon the cost that you have to pay to get the funds in. As far as your base currency, you can easily change that anytime. Don't agonize over trying to select the correct currency to start with. Just pick one that you think will work for you to get your account going. I can easily change that with you if we need to. And you can also send in multiple currencies to IB. It's perfectly fine to do that. They'll just sit there in the currency that you send them in until you actually convert them. One, one important point, though, that comes up with some of my clients, if your base currency is, for example, in euros and you send in dollars, IB is going to convert the relative value of the dollars to euros and it will display in your system as euros. So, uh, but it hasn't converted the money. It's still in US dollars. A couple of other important points to uh, keep uh, in mind about IB. How do you get your money out? Well, your money is not locked up in some sort of an investment scheme. It's very easy to withdraw your, your funds from IB. It's just the opposite of sending it in and buying. You just do a sell and you send it back out to a bank. And you can send it out to other financials than the one that you send it in. You just have to get them set up. Finally, a question that I get fairly frequently is about reinvesting dividends. You can do it if you like, but for new accounts or accounts that don't have large balances, I don't recommend this. The reason why is that IB will charge you a commission uh, each time dividends are reinvested. And it doesn't really matter if you're, if you're contributing to your account on an ongoing basis because any dividends that you get will be mixed in with your future cash and you can just easily reinvest them. So those points cover a lot of the questions that I get from my clients as they begin to learn more about IB or get started. If you have any more, you're welcome to let me know directly by email anytime. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.